You're listening to the KB Podcast Network. <laughs> Welcome to the Cindy Stewart Podcast, a source for encouragement as you learn to discover God's dream for your life. With a passion to help you on your journey, here is your host, Cindy Stewart. Hi, I'm Cindy Stewart. Welcome to my show. And I have a word from the Lord that I cannot wait to share with you. And you're not going to want to miss it. I know it'll bring a whole new perspective in what you're encountering in your day to day and what the Lord is doing to get you forward in what he has for you. So let's get started. So the Lord has been talking to me about new ways of doing anything. So that's the key today is new ways. And in next week's teaching, I'm going to talk about the new anointings that's going with the new ways that he's giving us. So he's been talking to me about these paths that he's leading us on. And he has a new way that he wants us to do things. And you know us, we're just normal. We like to do things the same way so we can predict how everything's going to turn out. But the Lord is really turning our normal upside down and he's putting us into the supernormal by the holy spirit in order to follow these new ways he has for us it's super exciting i have a few testimonies to share about it too you know the i want to start with the dream that i had and it was a very interesting dream because at first when i had it i thought lord what are you talking to me about but he says i want you to just lean into the holy spirit and let me explain this dream to you so that's what i'm going to share with you first so I had this dream that my husband and I were about to step on a giant boat, but the Holy Spirit stopped us. And it was almost like there was plexiglass between us and the boat, like we could not physically step into it. And we had been helping the people that were on the boat, help them get where they needed to be, help them to really just find their path in life and find success in the things that they do. So we were pouring into these people and they were inviting us to celebrate with them on the boat. And it's interesting because I could see on the boat was, it was filled like a party boat, like everybody was about to have a party. And there was alcohol everywhere, all kinds of party things out there. And it really didn't have anything to do with the boat or the alcohol. But what the Holy Spirit showed me was that sometimes in our uh, path of helping people, the way that they celebrate is not the way we are supposed to celebrate as kingdom people. And we know all of us who have worked in offices or have been in, in situations where we felt uncomfortable because we knew it wasn't the path of the Lord for us and we were trying to figure out what to do. Well, the Holy Spirit is talking to us about he is our buffet. He's the one that's going to stop us from stepping into a path that we aren't supposed to be on. And when we do that, we're able to bring breakthrough for others, like the successful people in the dream, but we don't necessarily follow the path that they're following because God has asked us to help them but stay on his path. And really, that's what I really want to focus in on today. You know, in Acts, the Holy Spirit actually stopped Paul from going somewhere. 
He kept him from stepping into a place that wasn't the right place for him. And then through a dream, he ended up in Macedonia. And that's how close the Holy Spirit wants to be with us. He wants to be so close that it's like he's shoulder to shoulder. And when he moves, we go with him. When he sits up, we stop too, because we're so close in proximity with him. And I feel like this is a word that we really have to grab a hold of in this season. And I'm excited about it because I love the fact that the Holy Spirit is showing us he is our protector, he is our guide, and he's the one that's going to open up new paths for us. But he's also going to stand in the way of paths that's going to take us down a place that we're not supposed to go or that may even separate us from the destiny that God has for us. So that's really exciting that uh, he is doing that for us. And the other part of this is, is that, you know, we can't really comprehend what God has planned for us. We just can't. And we're going along, you know, making our way, working, taking care of our families, uh, doing the things that we do. And then suddenly God opens up a path that we had not expected. And when he does that, we just have to grab a hold of that path and say, Lord, I may not understand where you're taking me, but I am going to journey with you. And I know you know the scripture. It's Isaiah 43, 18. And let me just read it to you so you can hear it. Do not remember the former things, nor consider the things of old, because he is doing a new thing. And that's what he wants to do. He wants to break off our old things, the things of old, because the word says, I will do a new thing. Now it shall spring forth. It's happening right now. And you know what happens when something new pops in? Sometimes it throws us for a little bit of a turmoil. You know, we're like, what is going on? I had not expected this, but God had expected it and planned it for you. And he wants you to just step in to new, this new path. I call it a new operational system. You know, when we have a process that we do, just even like our day to day, we get up in the morning, I fix my coffee, I go have a time with the Lord, I go for a run or I play tennis, and then I go to work. That's my day. When I get done, I take off my makeup, put on my pajamas and get ready for bed. And I do basically the same thing every day. Well, God is interrupting those daily patterns to open up opportunities for new ways of doing things, new places to go, new even businesses to start, uh, jobs to get a hold of, uh, possibilities of schools to go to, new people that he wants to bring into our lives. And, you know, we know that the Lord has processes that will last sometimes a year in our life. Uh, sometimes they last for 10 years, for 20 years. We were with at a church for 18 years that we served at faithfully. And then suddenly God started talking to us about uh, planting a church. Now we did not have that on our radar at all. No, we had no thought of that. But when it started unfolding, there was a little bit of tension. You know, we we kind of struggled back and forth. God, is this really what you're calling us to do? But the more we followed his path step by step, the more we knew that we knew that it was going to happen. 
So in this transition period, it can be difficult for us because our brain develops a rut in life. We do the same thing over and over, but God wants to break us out of that rut and move us in to this new path that he has for us. Uh, I want to share another little scripture with you because when we talk about Isaiah uh, 43, 18 and 19, you know, we know that that word has been released. It's been prophesied. I'm doing a new thing. It's been repeated over and over. And he has done new things. Right now, he's doing a new thing. He is moving in waves of harvest where people who have been separated from the Lord or who have never known the Lord suddenly their hearts are filled with hunger to follow the Lord. So that's a new thing that he's doing right now. And it isn't all in tents and stadiums. It's happening at our offices. It's happening in our neighborhoods, at our schools. It, it's happening everywhere. So I want you to keep in mind and think about what are these little nudges that God's given me that is provoking me to try a new path. What are those little, nudge, little nudges? Um, there's one, oh, there's one testimony I want to share with you. Okay, it's, it's a, you know, like I said, I get up every morning, I drink coffee, I read the word. And one morning I woke up and the Lord said, I want you to change. I want you to pray in the spirit, take communion, and then read the word. So that morning I prayed in the spirit, I read the word, and then I took communion. Obviously, you can hear, I did not get it right. The next morning, he says, no, I want you to pray in the spirit, communion, then read the word. So I did it. I finally got the little pattern down because it was so outside of what I've done for 20 plus 30 years. And it's so funny, when I began to read the word, suddenly there was such revelation coming off the word. It's like the word became fat. And, and, and full of life. And it's not that it wasn't before, but there was something different that occurred when I prayed in the spirit and then I took communion and then I read the word. Something shifted. And I've been doing that. And it's, it's like everything has become new. Like he said, I'm doing a new thing. So I would encourage you to try that. Get up in the morning, pray in the spirit, then take communion. And I know sometimes people don't think of taking communion outside their church, but the Lord has prepared a way for us to sup with him, as we would call it, to share in his body and his blood. So I would really encourage you to start taking communion every day. Pray in the spirit, take communion and read the word and see what the Lord does in that little bit of shifting. And you may already do that. I'd love to hear your comments and uh, send me a message. You can private message me on my YouTube channel. Send me a message. Let me know because I know that this is a season of breaking over open revelation. And this is just one pattern that's new that he showed me. And I'd love to hear what he's showing you. Um, another thing that kind of goes into this is the pattern of the word. And I want to encourage you to get into the Word. And I love to read the Word. And when I read it, I don't stop until I feel like 
the Lord has breathed on something, whether it's one word, whether it's a phrase, whether it's a verse, whether it's a whole chapter. I, I just keep reading till I feel like the Holy Spirit has released something for me to understand. And um, so I want to encourage you about going after the word. And I'm going to talk about it in a couple of scriptures. We're going to look at Second Kings uh, chapter 2. And I want you to look at a new way. And when we start when we start studying the patterns of a new way in the word, it opens us up for a new way in our life. So, so let me say that again. When we study the patterns of new ways in the word, it opens our eyes, our spiritual eyes, our spiritual senses to see new patterns in our life. So let's talk about Elisha for a minute. And I love this. I've been spending a lot of time in Elisha and Elisha, but let's talk about Elisha. Second Kings 2. So Elisha has just taken over Elijah's place. Elijah's been taken up into heaven in the chariots of fire, and he takes over. He takes Elisha's mantle. And there are all kinds of problems that he's faced with immediately, where all of a sudden people are coming to him for the answers. And here's one. So there were the men in the city came to him and said, please notice the situation of our city is pleasant. So it's beautiful in the city as my Lord sees, but the water is bad and the ground is barren. And he said, bring me a new bowl. Elisha says, bring me a bowl. Now think about this. The water's bad. If the water's bad, then the ground can't produce. So Elisha says, bring me a bowl. So he brings him a bowl and then he puts salt in it. And he went out to the water and he cast the salt there, the bowl with the salt in it. And he says, I have healed the water. Thus says the Lord, I've healed the water. From it, there shall be no more death or barrenness. So the water remains healed to this day, according to the word of Elisha. Now that's interesting when we think about this. They had one problem, the bad water, which made the ground bad. And the land, which made the land barren and barren. And we're going to talk about that, how to break barrenness off your life, because we see the pattern in the word that breaks barrenness. And all he did was take a bowl of salt and put it into the water. That is a new way. There was, there was no precedence for this. It's not like Moses or, or Noah or Abraham said, if you come across bad water, make sure you get a bowl and put some salt in it and throw it in the water. So there was no precedence for this. This was out of the ordinary. This was extraordinary. This was a miracle of God. And Elisha just followed the leading and it brought healing according to the word he spoke and the obedience that he took. So, I mean, just think about this. Think about the opportunities that God's going to give you to break barrenness, to heal the waters. And it may not be uh, the lake by you, or it may not be the river by you, but there's healing that can come in extraordinary ways that God's going to give you the opportunity because you've heard this word. And when you hear this word and say, Lord, I receive this word, then it activates your ability, your spiritual senses to step into what the word's going to do for you. Just say, I want it. I'm taking it and I'm believing it. 
We must move outside the ordinary in order for God to use us for the extraordinary. So get ready for that. And there is a pattern of breakthrough for barrenness. And barrenness can be anything. And I'm going to talk about one other instance. But barrenness can be anything. It can be financial barrenness. It can be barrenness in your family. Uh, to be barren means to be uh, without. It's like a drought. It's not having any. You, you don't have any momentum to build on. It can be any kind of barrenness where you feel like there is loss. There is the inability to move forward. That is a barrenness. And like I said, I've got one more story I'm going to share with you. And then I'm going to show you the pattern in the word prior to these stories of Elisha that gives us the breakthrough of the new way for us to go forward. So the second little story out of Elisha I want to share with you is in 2 Kings 4. And there's the Shunammite woman and her husband had decided to take care of Elisha. They even built him a little room that he could stay in. So Elisha calls in his servant Gehazi and he says to him, what is it to be done for her? What can we do for her because of her generosity? And this is just a side note. Sometimes people will want to pour out out of your just normal serving of them. They want to bless you in that. So Gehazi says, actually, she has no son. And her husband is old, which means they can't have children. So he said, call her. And uh, when she came and stood in the doorway, he said to her, about this time next year, you shall embrace a son. And you know, if you don't have any children in that time, a son was important to carry on your family name, to carry on your legacy. And she said, no, my Lord, man of God, do not lie to your maidservant. She was so afraid that it wouldn't come true because she was barren. She'd never had a child and her hunger was to have a child. And she felt like the time has passed and she was too old and she would not be able to have a child. Now, I want you to hear what I'm saying. Do you feel like your time has passed? Do you feel like that your life is barren and there's nothing ahead for you, that the things you wanted to do in earlier years, in younger years, even the things you would have been more capable of doing is no longer available to you. I want you to put a demand on this word, declare this word over you, that your barrenness is gone and the ability to produce in whatever area you are barren is going to be fulfilled by the pattern of the word of God that he's given us. So a year later, she has a son and she is overwhelmed with joy and wonder of what God did for her. So here is the scripture in Exodus that I want to lay across as a pattern that the Lord gave us previously that we can apply to a new situation, a new way that he wants to do it. So this is the scripture. It's Exodus 23, verses 25 through 26. And let me just read it to you and write it down, mark it down, because this is something that you're going to want to pray over. It's something you're going to want to ponder. It's something that you're going to want to agree with the Lord in what he's doing. So it says, so you shall serve the Lord your God, and he will bless your bread and your water. 
your provision. So when we serve, this is condition, this is conditional. When we serve, he blesses. And he says, and I will take away sickness from the midst of you. No one shall suffer miscarriage or be barren in your days. I will fulfill the numbers of your days. So, so this is the word that you can grab a hold of. And there is power in finding the scripture that it may not be specific to your area, but it is a principle. It is a pattern of the Lord that you can use in order to have breakthrough in the area you need breakthrough. Take a deep breath. You're going to have breakthrough in the area you need breakthrough. And what I would encourage you to do is write down where you feel like you've hit a barren time. Write it down and write down what it would look like if that barrenness was lifted. And then I want you to take this word and, be, be, and begin to declare, Lord, your word says that I serve you. And when I serve you, that you bless my provision, my water and my bread. And there's no sickness and there's no barrenness in me. So, or in my family, or in my business, or in my neighborhood, where whatever it is, contend with the Lord for the breakthrough. That's what you want to do. You want to contend for the Lord with the breakthrough. And you use His Word to contend. So, I want to share another little testimony with you too, just to give you encouragement in this area, because I have tons of testimonies. I get them all the time. We, in our church, we have a testimony time and you can look it up on YouTube or on our Facebook, We Are The Gathering, but we have 10, 15 minutes of testimonies every single week. We have financial testimonies, we have sickness testimonies, healing testimonies, we have family testimonies, work testimonies. So if you need to be encouraged, go back and just pick up that section and listen to the testimonies and say, Lord, if you've done it for them, you can do it for me. So here's a testimony. We know when this, when this show's airing at this time, there is an economic situation. We have an economic issue in our country. Prices are going up, supply is going down, and people are looking for houses. And I know in my area in Florida, houses are very hard to find. But in some areas, they're impossible. But we've had so many testimonies of favor coming in the direction of our people in our church. And they've been able to buy houses, even though the interest rates are going up, even though the prices are going up, that God has made a way. In fact, for one of them, they, um, for one of the testimonies, um, they actually said, we're not going to take a bunch of offers. We're just going to go with what you gave me, what you offered us. So that is a big testimony in itself. But anyhow, they were looking for a house for quite a while and they had pre-qualified for a loan at a specific interest rate. And they were running out of time because that interest rate was going to expire. And they just kept declaring, Lord, we got a great interest rate. You're going to find us a house. And they would go look at one. No, that's not it. They go look at one. It would be sold before they even got there. And it just went on and on and on. So they only had nine days before the interest rate expired. And the suddenly of God to open that door 
and to provide them a way to purchase a house at a good rate happened. And we've had that over and over. One of our brand new couples that just got married, they actually just bought a townhome. Suddenly it just opened up the doors. The first house they qualified, they went for, they didn't qualify for. And then this one opened up and it was perfect. It was the right amount and it was just what they needed. So I want to encourage you, if you're longing for a house, if you're longing to move into a greater area of financial relief, I want to encourage you, go after this scripture. Apply the new way of God over it. Lord, the old way says I can't, but you're providing a new way that says I can, that says I can get this barrenness broken and step into what you have for me. God is our economic provider. He is our physical provider. He is the provider for our health. And we want to stand on what his word says. And when the enemy comes in and says, there's no way, we stand on the word that says with God, there's always a way. With God, nothing is impossible. So we see these patterns of God begin to bubble up. They begin to show up in places that we never thought could happen. Um, we had someone in our church just testify that when they first came, they had so much debt, and now they were able to pay off their first mortgage. Think about that. We've had several people being able to pay off their mortgages, us included, my husband and I included. So think about God is moving and directing us in ways that we didn't think was possible. And we want to agree with God and see that pattern in his word to break the barrenness over our lives. Us that breakthrough in there. So I want to release an impartation over you because there is an anointing to break out of barrenness. There is an anointing to see the goodness of the Lord uh, in the day that you wake up. Tomorrow morning when you wake up, you're going to see something from the Lord that will direct you in a place that you never thought of, you couldn't have even imagined, and suddenly it's there for you. I know I've been working with a client and they have had some personnel change, uh, turnovers. And I've been going in helping them with some of the operational sides of it. And there was a piece of it that I just didn't know how to do. And I told the Lord, I said, Lord, I need to know the way to make this work that will make them have such a smoother operational side than they've had before. And honestly, it was a suddenly. And the Lord gave me a whole plan of what to implement and replace from the old to the new way. And that's what he wants to do for you. He wants to give you that plan. So let me give you, let me just impart over you. So just hold out your hands and receive. And even if your mind is struggling to accept, your spirit will receive what's being released. So Father, I just thank you that you have a new way for every person that hears this, whether they listen to it on a podcast, whether they watch it live on TV, uh, YouTube, it doesn't matter. You have a new way for them to go. You have a new path. So we're releasing that impartation that your eyes will be open to see the new path, that to see what Isaiah 43 says, I'm doing a new thing. 
can't you perceive it? That your eyes will be open for that. That your heart will step into the willingness to take that first step in order to open the rest of the doors for it. And that you will find people who will pray in agreement with you to move into this new way. I also want to encourage you as, as we're releasing this impartation, I want to encourage you to find a word within scripture that aligns with the pattern of God that speaks to what you need. Find that word, write it down and declare it over your need every single day so that as you have received this impartation, not only have you received it, but you've come into agreement with it and you're taking steps to do it. So thank you so much. There's a lot here. Listen to it again. I so appreciate you investing in yourself because God invests in you every single day. Thanks for joining us today. We hope you are encouraged. If you would like more content like this, please visit cindy-stewart.com. We'll see you next time.